I'm going to say it because men can't. More often than not, women will argue with their emotions so that they're always right. Not all the time, but more often than not, women will argue with their feelings so that they're always right. Because no matter what, your feelings are valid. Period. That's the full sentence. But now if we're having a conversation, I tell you, you weren't supposed to feel that way. Even if I didn't mean to make you feel that way, if I tell you that your feelings are dumb, now I'm gaslighting you. But the only person that could validate those feelings is you. And I have to accept how you feel. Period. But then if I try and introduce logic to the situation, then I'm missing the point. Okay. As a man, if you try and argue your feelings, then you're a bitch. Okay. So now there's no conversation to be had. It's just, you made me feel this way. Apologize. And let's get over it. I'm going to say it because men can't. Listen, ladies, we got to make up our minds. You either want a good man or you don't. <laughs> I see a lot of women saying they want a man of God. They want a man that leads. They want a man that covers. They want a man that provides. And they want a man that protects. But then the moment that man begins to tell you, you know what, you're slipping in your parenthood. You can be better here. This is an area. This is a deficit or something that you said to your child that you're tearing them down instead of building them up. That a man that calls you out and says, you know what, you're starting to procrastinate on that business, on that degree that you said that you want. I see you going backwards instead of going forward. A man that's trying to lead you to God. A man that's trying to cover you from the things that are going on in the world and a man that's trying to provide and protect you a man that's trying to protect you from yourself because sometimes we're the weapons that's formed against us to prosper sometimes our mouth is causing us not to prosper sometimes our ways and how we are is causing us not to prosper scripture calls a husband and it tells a husband to love your wives as Christ loved the church not just to die for you but that man is trying to live for you you either want a good man or you I'm a pretty emotionally intelligent dude I've noticed that there's only room for my emotions when they're convenient for the woman that's asking me to be emotionally intelligent. That any emotional labor I do that's not for her convenience or not that she's something she specifically asked for, that either goes unnoticed or when I'm saying something that's not favorable, the shit gets used against me and it becomes about how she feels about what I said and not about the shit that Ladies, I said. Ladies, he making something too much sense. Somebody cry. Somebody cry. Um, um, Somebody cry. So what, all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, because, because saying that, all right, now we got our own money, we want y'all to be emotionally intelligent, that's a great fucking argument until it becomes a real life situation and you start to deal with an emotionally intelligent and you realize it ain't been enough of them in your life and you don't know what to do with that type of man. You're not lying. This You're is not fat. lying. This is you, Sweetheart. This is my, my My baby, if all you done had is dudes that don't know how to express themselves, don't come sitting in front of me. A nigga that know how to express himself complaining when I goddamn express myself. You understand what I'm saying? He just sat here in his face and said, I don't respect him as a man. Mm -hmm. And you don't think to consider what that does to his heart, to his soul, to his spirit. I'm sure that's hurtful. And you okay with that? And it's hurtful for the things that he said. I said, there you go. You're doing it. You're doing it right now. You're doing it right now. I'm holding you accountable and you're spinning. You're spinning your web. Do you understand that your mouth, your voice, your words are connected to the coils in his heart, to the vows in his heart? Because she can emotionally manipulate him. 
Well, since we don't live in our culture no more, we say what we want to say, do what we want to say. We tear our men down and then wonder why they don't make good husbands and fathers. Mothers destroy sons. His mother can speak to him in certain ways that destroy him in ways that can never be repaired. And I will say this to all the sisters in the house. Hold on to the man that you got, even if he's half a man, because the one that you're looking at is the other half of that man. In order for us to be men today, we need a woman by our side to help us release the power within. That's why I hope the Pope would have let that poor man marry somebody. I don't know how a man can say that he can advise me in marital affairs and don't know what it is. I don't know how he can tell me he's whole without a woman. He said, well, I'm married to God. Stop that. Just stop that. Why is black women one separate entity and black men are another separate entity? That's not how it's supposed to be. That's not how any other race operates, but we're the only ones who operate like that and think it's functional. You feel me? I've said it before. Why do we get the label of strong, independent black woman? We don't hear that from nobody else. I've never heard strong, independent white woman, strong, independent Asian woman, strong, independent Latino woman, strong, independent Indian woman. I ain't never heard none of that. But we pride ourselves to being strong, independent black women as if independence is something that we should strive for as a people. Independence is death. Everybody needs somebody. And the reason why we're struggling in our households and our communities is because we think that there's something good about being independent. Black women need black men, and black men need black women. Number one thing that brothers are telling me in the counseling office that they want in their relationship is R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Let me tell you today what respect looks like to your man. Number one is admiration. Do you admire him as a man? Number two, appreciation. Do you appreciate him for who he is and for what he does? Number three, surrendering and submitting to his leadership that you allow him to lead. Number four, respect says, I will pay you attention as my man. I will give you undivided attention. Number five, a respect is, I will make myself available for you. Number six, I will keep myself attractive for you. Number seven, I will attend to your needs. And number eight, I will articulate your love language. Do yourself a favor and be sure that you are giving him the respect that he needs and deserves so that you can get the love that you want. Living. The man in the house rule was written to prevent welfare cheating, to make sure that aid to families with dependent children would go only to families headed by mothers. But the effect of the man-in-the-house rule is to create for children an atmosphere of investigation and surveillance. And thus, the welfare system in its operation turns out to be a system to make life harder for children. The welfare system helps the disintegration of the American family. It uh, offers money to families if the fathers will leave them and stay away, in that sense undoing the very stability of the family and taking away one of the two parents the children of course need. 
And uh, what I have seen, I'm afraid to say, all over the country is that the legal system works against the best kind of home for these children. Here's an awful fact for some of you fucking kids who grew up fatherless. Some of y'all grew up fatherless because your mother was trying to prove a fucking point. These the main bitches that want to be privy to everything but tell you absolutely nothing. Bitches that always send a text with my child. Everything is my, 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 my. And you bitches is nothing but a bunch of control freaks and manipulators. Never inclusive when you make fucking decisions. The only time you want a nigga to come get involved is when you want him to come clean up the mess you create. That's the only time a nigga worthy or deemed worthy to be a fucking father, be a parent. The only reason why you bitches reach out after many years of withholding the child from the father because the child's behavior is starting to make you look bad. What I'm so fucked up about is why is it that we want to be praised for failure? Y'all be the main bitches that be out here on social media talking about you expecting a Father's Day card and gift and shit. Talk about transitioning. It was bitter baby mamas. Y'all was the first transsexuals. Cause y'all, y'all wanted to be a mother and a father from the very beginning. It's gonna be some hurt motherfuckers this There are masculine black men. There are safer environments. And what do I mean? This whole toxic masculinity farce that people try to toss out here. The term toxic masculinity came from two Caucasian men. There we go again. Shepard Bliss and Robert J. Stoller. One of them happens to be a homosexual. So let's connect these dots here. So a homosexual Caucasian man is going to tell heterosexual nations of original men what masculinity is. Not possible. Number two, if that term came out and then it became overshadowing of what masculinity is, it blurs the lines of what true masculinity is and what it is not. So now what people perceive as masculinity is putting their hands on a woman that's masculine no that's not what masculinity is masculinity would prevent a man from putting his hands on his woman mm. masculinity protects the community masculinity raises and respects children masculinity secures women masculinity makes it to where you're not gonna step over here and not get checked if you don't operate properly that's what masculinity is toxicity is the opposite of masculinity. You can't even put those together because the other thing is you knew it was an agenda because you never hear people talk about toxic femininity. But it's always toxic masculinity. Why? Because the agenda is to make the man weak because if you have weak men, you have women who are not going to be able to be protected and therefore they are the prize because we want to put our seed in them to perpetuate our existence. So if they don't have their security, remove the security. What's up, world? It's your girl, Tamika Georgia Me Harper. And when I'm listening to podcasts, I want the real deal. So I listen to Spoken Soul Sessions with my man, Poetic Black. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Ebony the Goddess. And when I'm in these poetic streets going from venue to venue, I'm tuning in to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. Spoken Soul family, what's good? Ah, so good to be back. Season 5. I hope, I hope you're on your path today. I hope you're not allowing anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you focus on the goal. Today is the day we shine. And I need you to get in tune. We got work to do, family. Peace and love to the family. Was good, was good. We back, we back, we back. With season five of Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh man, it's been a it's been a wonderful journey. Uh wow, I thank all you guys, the the recurring listeners that come from week to week and support the show. Uh I thank you. Uh it's 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 all love. Um we gonna get in it today. But uh we got a couple of announcements. If you guys been following the podcast. You know, this is the third episode in season five right here. Uh, we dropped Ebony the Goddess. That was a dope interview. I hope you guys check that out. And then last Friday, we dropped the incomparable, the legendary Tamika Georgia Me Harper. If you haven't heard that interview, oh, man, you got to go check that out. That was history in the making. That was manifestation at its finest. Uh, wow, man. I'm glad to be here for a fifth season, man. And uh, we're going to get into it. All right. Today, today, you guys heard the introduction uh, clip. And um, we're going to be talking about this topic of masculinity. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, tight, I'm entitling this episode, Independence is Death. Independence is death And um We see it We see it Why is it Is it a concerted effort To keep You know The black man and the black woman Away from each other Why is it now in our culture When at one point in time in this country We were the most married We were the most married in this country The most now it seems like sisters can't find husbands Brothers can't find wives And we're in a conundrum What's going on? Could it be The things that we are seeing In, uh, in social media The things that we see in media In our sitcoms You know In our movies In our cinema Is a certain type Of effort you know, that's that's geared to highlighting why black man and black woman can't be together. Why is it in our community is always about money? Why is the relationship always relegated to how much money you make, what you can provide? You know, and then we got this terminology. This toxic masculinity Toxic masculinity It's an oxymoron It's like dry water Coal fire 
It doesn't make sense. Toxic masculinity. Like Riza Islam was saying in the clip that I played, that uh, masculinity and toxic is two things that don't even coexist. Masculinity stops the community from going into turmoil. Masculinity stops uh, other men, other men from attacking or, or, or abusing other women. Masculinity does that. You oftentimes find if a woman is alone, she's vulnerable. I was watching this one, uh, this one clip on, um, I think it was YouTube, and a man comes into the store, and she's a is a woman. She's tending the store by herself. No one's there. She's behind the cash register. He walks into the store, and he punches this woman. He punches her, and he and then he proceeds to go empty out the cash register and um i'm like wow i'm looking at this clip she get hit and she she's like she's defenseless she can't do anything and he just overtakes her had there been a man in that store he wouldn't have tried that or his level of aggression would have would have been you know more intense maybe perhaps he had a gun because he didn't have a gun he didn't pull out no gun. He just hit her and went in the cash register and took the money. So women alone are vulnerable. So why is it that they want the black woman alone? Why is it that they uh you 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 see all the social media, you put they put all the statistics out there. Black women are the less the least married. Black women are not in relationships, they can't find men. Uh, black women are unstable They're doing it by themselves And this is it's, 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 it's really deliberate Why? Why do they want you alone? Why do you want to be alone? We gonna get into it It's a, it's a definite Definite effort in trying to keep the black woman unprotected and unfortunately in many ways our sisters are becoming complicit with this agenda they're becoming complicit because they're falling into the the propaganda uh yeah i'm an independent black woman i can do it by myself and i don't need no help but when we really look at it, let's 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 go back and let's look at it. You remember uh years ago when this started. It was uh a lot of women starting uh it was the independent the independent wave. You know, started around that time. You remember when that uh Destiny's Child song came out? That I'm so I'm a survivor. Independent women, throw your hands up at me. You know what I'm saying? Independent women. Then the neo song, the neo, and all. Uh, I, I I love a woman that got her own. This wasn't nothing that was just oh 
we just coming out with new songs. No, this was a whole agenda. It was a whole agenda to isolate the black woman, for her to insulate herself, put herself into a status of, oh, I'm by myself. It's me. But what they're not realizing is that when you set yourself and you insulate yourself from any type of protection, you're vulnerable. You're vulnerable. And what do they do? They attack you when you're vulnerable. You don't got the aid of your man beside you. What they what they put in the media is attacks. Is attacks. Oh, she's too boisterous. She's too aggressive. Oh, this is why her man left her. But black women fell into it. They 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 fell right into it. The whole plot. Yeah, get rid of the man. You heard the clip about the wealth, the welfare, the man in the house rule. Why is this? Why is this? That clip was from the 70s. From the 70s. The man in the house rule? Wouldn't you think that a man being in the house would provide some form of structure? Some form of stability? Some form of discipline Why is it necessary That for me to get this government assistance A man can't be in the house What's the purpose of it The purpose of the whole program Was to pretty much You know help families in need Families in need <clears throat> But the requirement To get this assistance you can't have a man in the house Isn't that you know uh, Minus a family Isn't a family a complete unit You have children and both parents You're trying to help But you're Taking a necessary element Out of that family dynamic And you expect it To survive and this is coming from your government So you can't tell me it's not It's not complicity From the highest levels It's deliberate And we fall right into it We fall right into it Now brothers are Oh you gotta You know what I'm saying I'm dating down I'm dating down You make more money than your man Oh I'm dating down You gotta come up here to my level but this is the same system that they'll put things out there Obstacles out there That impede specifically black men from succeeding Specifically But nobody knows what's going on Nobody sees the plot Nobody sees it It's deliberate That's why they coin these terms Toxic masculinity You want to divide You want to divide the man From his woman then she's unprotected And when she's unprotected Anything can happen It's something for us to think about Why can't we get on the same page Why can't we get on the same page And the first part of this clip That the sister was talking about She was saying that uh, Women will argue from their feelings 
so they're always right. And I found that profound. Because who can argue with a person's feelings? If you tap in with your feelings, I can't tell you that you're not feeling what you're feeling. If I do that, I'm gaslighting you. You're feeling what you're feeling. But feelings are just that. They're feelings. Your feelings can be, uh, it can waver, you know, depending on your perception of things. Somebody can be intending to do you something good and you can perceive it the wrong way and, and misconstrue it. And then you're feeling like, oh, this person was trying to play you, but this person was really trying to praise you. So your feelings can be wrong. And your feelings are determined about your, uh, uh, really determined on your perception. But if you argue from your feelings, nobody can tell you, you, you're not feeling what you're feeling. You're the only person who can validate your feelings. No one else feels them, but you. So when you argue from that point of view, you're always right. Because first, one, nobody can validate what you're feeling. You can be manipulative and say, oh, I'm feeling hurt and anguish and inside you're laughing and kiki, look at him. He all messed up. We don't know. So we got to take for granted that your feelings are true. So you argue from your feelings means you always right. That's why you find men that are pretty much silent. I see it all the time. When I first went uh, over to Clubhouse, you know, I, I do a lot of things over on Clubhouse. And uh, when I first went over there, one thing that I noticed, because I started on the uh, the talk side of Clubhouse before I got to the uh, the poetry side of Clubhouse. And on that side, I, I heard a recurring theme, a recurring theme that I always heard over there was that the women was calling men bitches. Every time a man would get on mic and explain <laughs> what he was trying to say or he had a disagreement with a female on the stage the recurring theme was oh you acting like a bitch you sitting up here arguing with a female you bitch made bitch bitch i've never heard black men be called so many bitches until i went to clubhouse i was like wow it was crazy But it's a reflection Of what A lot of women think In real time I'm not talking about those sisters That you know They got their shit together they, they, You know what I'm saying they, they understand They understand this plight And they're fighting against it I'm not talking about them sisters I'm not talking about those queens I'm talking about the sisters Out there that you know, they fall into every new trend. Every new meme is they're there. You know, they like what you call palm trees. If you notice a palm tree, a palm tree will go whatever way the wind is blowing. It'll go this way, it'll go that way. It'll sway. No allegiance. You know, I mean, we really got to start paying attention to what's going on. We really got to start paying attention. The men that I see that the women are complaining about. The men that the women are complaining about at this state. It's like uh, what they say. Oh, these men, they don't know how to be uh, 
they're they're not men uh you know they got these antics of women they always calling them bitches but if you go follow these men these same men that they're talking about look how their family dynamic was when they was growing up and the majority of them was in single parent households where the mother was the single parent You ever heard that terminology when the chickens come home to roost? This is the product. This is the product of the independent stage. I don't need a man's stage. I don't need a nigga. Yeah, I, I, I could do it by myself. I suppose to get a Mother's Day card and a Father's Day card. That era. I'm the mama and I'm the daddy. I'm the mama and I'm the daddy. You know, I seen this one clip of this little boy, you know, really confronting his mother, confronting his mother about not telling him that it was, uh, I think it was his father's birthday or that it was father's day or something like that. And she was like, he was like, yo, mama, why you didn't tell me? And she was like, well, it ain't my job to tell you. Like, it's like, I didn't know you knew it was what you call. It. I wanted to. Give my father something So the mom was trying to like Yo it ain't If, if you want to get your daddy something You can get him something But it ain't my job to tell you That it's his birthday Or something like that He said but when it's your birthday I get you something mama He was a little kid He was about like 8, 9 And he was highly upset Highly upset That his mother didn't let him know That it was his father's birthday You know and then these are the these are the men these are the men that gets into the dating pool that the women nowadays all oh, these men are not men and they're feminine this is how they was raised you find them very sporadic you find them uh you know they off the handle they off the handle they quick to shoot don't want to dialogue you see him banging Back and forth Back and forth These are masculine men With a lot of feminine Characteristics I'm gonna say that again These are masculine men With a lot of feminine Characteristics And and there's no blame to them There was no man in the home There was no man in the home you ladies, you can y'all can hit me up on at spoken soul sessions at gmail.com. Y'all got comments on this. But y'all tell me if 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 if, if what I'm saying is, is just bullshit. <clears throat> you see the you see the epidemic of single parent households out there. And you ask yourself if you're a single mom. And a shout out to the single mothers. You know, it's hard, it's hard, you know, raising a child by yourself. It's very hard But uh, At the end of the day You know what I'm saying uh, What was the reason What was the reason That you're single I know sometimes uh, uh, Sometimes it's You know it just happens The situation that happened It didn't work out Or whatever the case may be But Why is the father not present 
And this is a serious question that our sisters got to ask themselves. Are you doing everything in your power? I'm talking about sincerely and genuinely in your power to, to allow him to be present. To allow him to be present. I got a brother. Good dude. Good dude. You know what I'm saying? He got a kid. And some of the things that I seen him going through. Good dad, man. Great dad. And the loops in the whole. And the, the, all the loops that he was going through. Dealing with his daughter and custody of his daughter. His baby's mother go to another state. Whatever the case may be. State hopping. Going all, all over the place and all that. And um, it, it's crazy. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the situation I'm like wow But he don't want to fight To get custody Because he feels He's not going to get custody The court The court is always In favor of the mother But that narrative Is always Is always there Like It's just a whole bunch Of deadbeat dads That don't want to be In their children's lives And I know this is not the case I've seen it With my own eyes I've seen fathers try to be present and, and the baby's mother would do everything in her power to make it difficult for him. Everything in her power. They'll have court agreements, sites and visitations, do crazy stuff, cause conflict just because he done moved on. He's not interested in her romantically. It becomes an ego thing. It becomes a vendetta. In fact, I just did a show. I just did a show on Clubhouse last night, in fact. And this topic kind of came up. And the vendetta, the vindictiveness of some women when, you know, they feel like they was done wrong. I mean, it is what it is. But at some time, at some point in time, okay, this man probably cheated or this man, uh, he didn't, he didn't want to, uh, he didn't want to be in a relationship with you. He, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got a kid, but he don't want to be in a relationship with you. His heart is somewhere else or whatever the case may be. It's like, it's a vendetta. Like, all right, you don't want to be with me. I'm going to make your life a living hell. I'm going to make your life a living hell. And in doing this, we're destroying the very fabric of our community. And it's only affecting us. It's not affecting no one else. It's affecting us. You're destroying the, the actual fabric of our culture. And it's something that we got to think about. There's an old saying, what they say, I think it's a Bible verse. Will you kill the world to save yourself? Would you kill the entire world to save yourself? It's deep. Something to, something to ponder. If means saving yourself, you kill the entire world. The only person that's, that's left is you. Would you do that? Sometimes it's bigger than, than your pride You got something else at stake You got a whole life Depending on you 
a whole life depending on you and your ego is going to tell you yo i'm gonna leave this kid defenseless i'm gonna leave this kid in balance because i can't get it straight with his dad he moved on he moved on it may hurt it may hurt you may go through some pains about oh man i felt betrayed i feel i feel used or whatever the case may be but that big the biggest sacrifice is to say i can get over that for the sake of my child especially if you plan to bring this child into the world that concept of uh yeah man, i could do it by myself i don't need you no you need him and i'm not talking about money you need him like he needs you so we got to start normalizing the idea of co-parenting even if we can't get our shit together it should be something in our culture that really you know that lends to the fact that look yo we can't we can't be together but yo we can be great co-parents we can be great co-parents yeah come on y'all married but yeah come on uh, uh we taking we taking the kid to to disneyland you know you and your significant other come on as well you know what i'm saying and let's let's go out and have a good time or whatever for our son or for our daughter we got to start normalizing the idea of co-parenting because a lot of these relationships is not working a lot of these a lot of these babies are born after the club two shots of casamigo and some patron and you know next thing you know you getting that that phone call you getting that phone call you know i'm late i'm late it's too late now but we gotta we gotta start normalizing normalizing the idea that yo we can do it together we can do it together we don't have to be together in order to do this together because we both have an interest you know we we both got skin in the game we got our son right here allow him to be present and for the and for the brothers because it's not all this is not all on the sisters by no means is this all on the sisters and for the brothers step up Don't don't fall into that old because I know you got some dudes that fall into that. Uh, yeah, she don't want they use that trope and it may not be the case. Sister may be trying to make efforts for you to see your child, but you just don't want to see him. You just a fucking deadbeat. Stop using this excuse about, oh, you know, she just don't want me to see the child. She no. Like that's your kid Make an effort Make an effort And 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 it's crazy man It's crazy That uh You got You got some men out here That would have the audacity To lay down with a woman And whatever may happen The baby comes And uh They dip out 
That's the true definition of a coward In that sense If she's making it available She's making a way No strings attached Be present for your son We don't have to be together But be present for your son Be present for your daughter If that's the case And she's doing that for you Then uh Man Use a deadbeat for real Use a deadbeat for real For real But we gotta start You know Normalizing this This this, this co-parenting thing Put our little beefs aside Put our little beefs aside Because you think you're not affecting that child You are And there's gonna come a time That child is not gonna be a baby forever The child is looking at things Right here in this environment Looking the way y'all interact with each other And that child is drawing conclusions Formulating ideas and ideals They're watching And you're the first teachers So we we gotta really get away From this concept of Our women talking about They can do it by themselves Our brothers saying that Oh nah I ain't with all that And you know I ain't trying to settle down And all that It's time for us all to step up And I speak about these things Affecting our community You know other communities Have their own problems They got their own issues I'm more concerned about You know the black community Because I'm a part of the black community And it's affecting everyone It's affecting all of us We gotta really uh, You know just Take accountability For whatever we're contributing To our current situation Our current crisis We gotta be accountable We gotta stop falling into these deliberate Schemes and agendas That's trying to keep us separated We gotta stop Taking (laughs) Social media (laughs) As our As our instructors To life Mimicking what we see Mimicking these memes and pranks TikToks Thinking this shit is real We gotta start normalizing That we can come together All of this team light skin Team dark skin Bullshit All suffering from the same afflictions All suffering From the same Uh Daily oppressions When we gonna focus It's becoming redundant Our sister said on the clip She said 
Independence is death Let that sink in Independence Is death Why do our queens want to be independent? When you're independent, you're easy. You're easily attacked. You're easily conquered. You're easily overtaken. When you're alone. We got to think about that. We definitely got to think about it. Now, one of the, the mishaps that happens a lot of times, that happens a lot of the times in, um, in our community is that the respect. Men, men, uh, they say that it's a lack of respect. And for the sisters, I want the sisters to understand. For what love is to a woman, respect is for a man. To be honest with you, men don't really care if you uh, love them or not. Yeah, we want to be loved. Like the idea. Baby, I love you. Sounds good. But if you ask any man, he would much rather be respected than loved. He got a daughter. He wants, he, yeah, he wants his daughter to love him. But more importantly, he wants his daughter to respect him. When he says something, yo, stay away from this guy, don't like his attitude, ah, 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 or stay away from these people right here, or don't do this, or don't do that, he, he will much more prefer to be respected on his word, what he says, as opposed to, daddy, I love you, and just just do whatever he she wants to do. Men will prefer respect over love any day of the week. But it seems like it's the opposite with women. How many times do you see women being disrespected? Being disrespected. And then a man says, oh, baby, I love you. And all is forgiven. How many sisters you know that's in broken relationships? But she remains in that relationship because she says what? She loves him. So we see that respect and love is two things in our community, two things in our community that we hold dear. Whether we realize that or not, women love respect and I mean, women love love and, and men love respect. Calling your man a bitch. This is common now. This is common. This is common. I live in Brooklyn. You hear this all the time. Use a bitch. And that talking to your man in this demeaning way, this, this, these are the things that's going to draw him away from you. 
when you you get mad and you done mad he done moved on with somebody else and you think this is the time right here for you to emasculate him oh use a bitch and da 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 you like your booty to get played with and and da 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 and you know trying to expose him to, to emasculate him this is the go to this is the go to he he don't he don't do what you want him to do or right, I'm I'm emasculate him use a bitch use not a real man use and this is the first thing to go for Women often say, oh, we want emotionally uh, emotionally intelligent men. We want men who know how to deal with their emotions, who not emotionally express themselves. When he emotionally expresses himself, he's a bitch. He has a different view than you may have. He's a bitch. We don't see how this, this, this new culture that's formulating is detrimental We, we can't normalize this shit And I tell you ladies If you approach a man with respect You're gonna get a total different outcome Total different outcome You get a total different outcome When you, when you approach him with respect But in any event We gotta start normalizing the idea that uh, we can get this shit together, man. Because right now it seems like the black man and the black woman are like arch enemies. And that's sad. What do they call them now? The passport brothers and all of that nonsense. We don't need passports. We don't need passports. We need integrity. We need resolve. That's what we need. If you have a kid, whether it was planned or not, whether it was planned or not, you need to be present. And ladies, whether that baby was planned or not, you have to understand that the idea of him you know of him moving on it's a possibility but still allow him to be present don't let that resentment spill over to your child there's definitely something for us to think about there's too many different cases and scenarios but we know that when you alone you will be attacked you will be attacked so we got to start protecting each other. We got to hold each other accountable and we got to hold each other down. We need each other. There's no other way to put it. We need each other. It's dire. Our, our babies need us. If we can't get on the same page romantically, oh well. Oh well But it should be a respect there You know Respect that man as your child's father Now you're in a new relationship You feel it necessary to bad mouth 
you know, that child's father in front of the child. Then you're formulating ideas in your new relationship head about this man. And you expecting things to go well? No, have some accountability. Have some, you know what I'm saying? Have some tact about your shit. Just because y'all not in a relationship doesn't mean that he's a bad individual. That he needs to be demeaned. You don't have to fall into that, 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 that bullshit they want you to fall into. If he's a good father, he's a good father. If he's a good man, he's a good man. If y'all can't get it together, you know, romantically, oh well. But just because y'all not together romantically doesn't mean that now you're going to badmouth him to your new man. You're going to badmouth him. You're going to you're going to talk bad about, you know, that child's father. And yeah, he ain't shit. He ain't never bought me nothing. And I and all that. It's unwarranted. I mean, we got to really, you know, look at this. Look at this shit. You ain't got a bad mouth that man We can all coexist together It's for the sake of the child It's for the sake of the child And no it's, it's an unfortunate situation It's very unfortunate It's so bad that a lot of sisters are dealing with this you got a lot of brothers dealing with this. Can't see their children. The mother makes it so hard. I done seen instances where 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 men done got stabbed, shot, even killed. In an attempt to have a relationship with their with their children. You know, and uh we got to do better. We most definitely got to do better. And understand that we can get more done together than we can get done apart. You know, we got to come to terms with that. Because it just seems like right now it's like, you know, we're, we're, we're very selfish. Men and women Very selfish And when you decide to procreate You know When you decide to procreate You know it, it, it's Everything is supposed to be focused On the child We should put emphasis On the child Something that we both share this is a product of both of us. We both should be instrumental in the development and the cultivation of this seed. But in order to do that, we got to we got to get on the same page together. All of these different you know, oh girl, you better take them down there and get, get child support and you better do this. And Oh no, you better take him for every penny he got. It's starting to become our children. It's like a check. I think 50 Cent said that. Get a baby by me, be a millionaire. 
Get a baby by me, become a millionaire. It's crazy. We got to think about it, family. We got to... We got to really start waking up and looking at the the residual damage that we're causing because of our feelings now. You can't take you can't get those years back. You can't get those years back. Those years that 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 child missed with his with his father, not getting those back. And, and that resentment will grow That resentment will grow You will have that resentment I had to deal with it I had to deal with it You will have that resentment You guys know I did a poem called A Ride With My Father A Ride With My Father And in that poem You know I made mention of the resentment That I had for my mother And that resentment, it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere until I had to confront the issue. I had to confront, I had to confront, I had to just go head on head on head with it and like, yo, this is how I felt. And then when we got all that out the way, the relationship between me and my mother, it flourished. But I was holding on old resentments. I was holding on old resentments for her decision making as as a young woman for the man she chose to marry. You know, and we all make mistakes, but my mom, she she got it. She understood where I was coming from. She got it. She understood it. How many of how many of us don't have this conversation? How many of us, how many of your sons? I'm talking to the single parent. The single mothers out there How many of your sons are formulating Ideals of women Because of your characteristics Of what you're showing them today The way you interact With their father The way you badmouth their father To anybody who would listen And they're in the other room hearing you Calling him all types of bitches And yo he's a punk ass And he's a diss he, That bitch he's with right All that stuff your child is listening they're listening and they're formulating ideals and, and they're formulating opinions. Some of those opinions may be favorable for you. Some may be unfavorable. And you'll never know until he gets to that age of discernment. Now he starts treating you differently. Other things are starting to come and he's starting to see other things in life and he's formulating other perceptions of life. And he's... and. These different moral reasonings are coming to him And he's starting to weigh things out And then he's reflecting to when he was a child And he's saying wow Why I don't have a relationship with my father Then it comes back It's laying there dormant You think it, you done got away scot-free But then in his teenage years He starts to resent you He starts to talk to you any type of way he starts to treat you by extension of how he used to treat his father. But now you want the, where's his father? It's the first thing you say, where's his father at? He's out of control. Now you need the dad. 
And this is a cycle that's that's continually uh, repeating and repeating and repeating. And we just we just sitting there like, wow, watching it play over and over again. It's going to happen. He's formulating ideas of how to treat women. His his idea of how to treat a woman. It's something that we need to really think about. It sounds cool for social media. It sounds cool for for, for, for a little drama, gossip talk with your girlfriends and all that. But eventually, it's going to come home. The chickens is going to come home to roost. And all the shit you put out there is going to come back. Children don't stay children forever. It's a stage. But while they're in this stage, they're in that they're, they're emulating. They're learning. This is when a child is the best student. Before he can talk. During these development stages of his life where he's just observing. You got to think about that. You think he don't understand you. You talking to your girlfriend, you you rocking the baby. Yeah, he ain't shit. You think that child can't understand. You think that child can identify, cannot identify with your emotions. But he can. And year after year, you do the same thing. Because you got to cuz you trying to prove a point. You trying to prove a point. It's bigger than you, Queen. It's bigger than you. We definitely got to start pretty much being able to uh, work this shit out. I mean, really work this shit out. Is bigger than us But yeah Just something for us to think about But I want to let you guys know uh, We got some exciting things coming up For the podcast I got some other ventures That's about To take place And uh, I hope you guys stay in tune have another podcast that's about to come out. Uh, Iron Sharpeth Iron. Yes. The Clubhouse Show. We're about to make it into a podcast. And um, it's going to be dope. You guys can come engage. You know, I use Clubhouse as that platform where I can engage with so many different listeners from, um, from all over the country. So, uh, yeah, I invite you guys every Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we do Iron Sharpeth Iron, where you come, uh, you spit your poem, and uh, we give you, myself and Mr. Written in Pain, we give you constructive criticism about your piece, you know, give you little pointers of how you can make it better, or if, if it need to be better, or how you can improve if it needs improvement but um it's always constructive and it's always done out of love and um you know we want to push this this poetry thing to the forefront you know we want all us to be heard so that podcast will be starting soon in perhaps another two or three weeks you'll see it 
you know, everywhere on Apple Podcast, on um, Spotify, you know, and I urge you guys to come over and engage. You know, you come in and you spit your poem. Your poem will be everywhere, though. That's one thing. Your poem will be everywhere. And, uh, you know, it's a way to getting people heard because we got a lot of dope artists that frequent the show that come from week to week that spit some dope, dope fire poems. So um, it's an open invitation for all. Everybody who's listening to the Spoken Soul Sessions um, podcast, you know, you guys know Saturday, every Saturday, Iron Sharpeth Iron, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right, at, right over there on Clubhouse. Look for the house, Spoken Soul Sessions. And um, under that house, we have that show, Iron Sharpeth Iron. You know, we got a couple of other things coming out. I want you guys to be on the lookout. One of our poetry brothers, one of our poetry brothers, he's been in this poetry game for years, been doing it. He has opened up or he's, he's created 24-hour radio platform, radio station, Without Warning Radio. That's right, Without Warning Radio. Go check him out. You got dope shows over there like How Many Mics, The Midday Fix, you know, DJ Don't Hurt Him. I mean, it's it's popping over there. And it's, this, these are brothers that's doing big things. These are poets that's putting it out there, put, doing the effort, going, going that extra mile to provide these platforms for us to flourish. So this is our contribution to that. I want to do that. I want to bring this platform of Iron Sharp with Iron and bring it into a podcast. So, uh, you know, a lot of people can get the benefit of the of the constructive critiques that we get from week to week and little pointers and things of that nature from two seasoned spoken word artists. So, yeah, I definitely want you guys to check that out. And we got some other things on, on, on the horizon. Looking out for R&B through Z. It's going to be a... A R&B rating platform show That's coming out You know uh, Yeah stay tuned We got a lot of things coming up um, I have a lot of dope artists That's lined up To get interviewed uh, this On this season of Spoken Soul Sessions um, I can't wait for that Some of the artists man Oh man you guys gonna be in for a treat You're gonna be in for a treat Cause we definitely got some dope artists lined up I got our brother Essence Lamone uh, Man this brother's been putting it down For so long In the streets of New York With this poetry thing uh, I'm get an interview lined up with him uh, I got a, a couple other dope Surprises That's gonna come <laughs> in, the few, in, uh, in the next few weeks So I really want you guys to stay tuned uh, and, and, and all you guys Who support the show I wanna say this all you guys who support the show from, from month to month, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I ask people, there's a, there's a link where you can um, show support for the show. You hit that link. Hit that support. And if you can donate or you can pledge anything to help the, the finances that go on for putting all these shows together, it's not free. You know what I'm saying? It would help immensely. So I, I urge you guys, if you see uh, when you when you listen to this podcast, it should be a support button. Uh, pledge what you can, a dollar, two dollars, whatever you can. But it definitely helps 
to the maintenance of all the the things that cost money to do for um this podcast to exist and others that's going to follow uh if you guys remember i used to be a part of the buzzsprout family but now i am a proud member <laughs> of the red circle family and i moved to red circle um I love the offers that they have and the many opportunities that's available, you know, for, for podcasts to grow, the cross promotions and things of that nature. Um, it's wonderful, man. So nothing different. But now we're on Apple Podcasts as well. When I was over on Buzzsprout, I, I was trying to get on Apple for a minute, but it was just some something that just didn't go right. But uh, I'm on Apple now, so iTunes and Apple Podcasts, we're everywhere now. Google Podcasts, Spoken Soul Sessions is pretty much everywhere. So wherever you, whatever streaming device you have, you have access. And if you guys want to uh, email me your comments or you want to be on the show as a guest, uh, you can email me at spoken soul sessions at gmail.com. The soul is spelled S O L, not S O U L, but spoken soul sessions at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit me with a couple of videos. Maybe you got some links or some of your written work in order uh, to become on, to come as a guest on the show. Uh, you want your poetry out there. So definitely hit me up at spoken soul sessions. At gmail.com And um, send me a video link Or you perform it on YouTube Or some of your written work And we'll get you on the show And um, if you just want Some of your written work To be read on the show You can send that work to me At spokensoulsessions At gmail.com Because from time to time I take work that's written by other people And I, I read it I, I, I recite it in order, you know, to give them to pay homage first and to let them hear how their words, you know, impact or how their words are perceived by other people. So if you want your poem read, you would get full credit for your poetry. I'm not trying to jack it, <laughs> but uh, I do it out of the love and the homage, how we recite um, Langston Hughes and, and other great poets, uh, uh, you know, W.E.B. Du Bois and we recite these poems and, you know, we read these poems. Uh, your poems should be read too. Your poems are, are written to inspire, you know? So uh, I want to be instrumental in doing that, you know? So definitely, if you want a poem, you got a poem, maybe you're a little shy, you don't want to be on the show, but you want some of your work to be read on the show, definitely send that work to Spoken Soul Sessions at gmail.com and uh, we'll definitely get it on the air but i want to thank all of you guys for spending this time with me for spending uh this hour or so talking about these issues facing our community but you guys know y'all hear when this song come on it's that time of the show i really need you to pay attention I really need you to pay attention to the sound of my voice. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, please, please come close and tune in. I hope that you are not allowing anyone to impede your progress. I hope you're going to stay steadfast on the goal. Today 
is the day we initiate anything that we want done tomorrow. We have to start it now. No more wasting time, no procrastination. Spoken Soul Sessions family, if you guys don't know anything about me, if you don't know anything about me, I do want you to know this. Know, know that I love you. And I hope, I hope you love me too. Peace.